Hello, welcome to Soul Led, a podcast dedicated to the evolution of your soul and the development of your spiritual gifts. I am Nikki Novo, your spiritual mentor, a fiery Latina, mom of three, and a lover of all things intuitive. You're here because you're meant to be here. So let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Soul Led. All about intuition today. Increasing it, little hacks, little tips, things like that. Um, You know, I know we all love to think that people are just born super psychic and intuitive, which we, I really am a believer that we all have it within us. It's all part of our um, wiring, but definitely not all of us are able to, I don't know, hone onto it or keep the gift, you know, for um, like not all of us make it, make it out of childhood okay. <laughs> so we have to relearn intuition at some point for sure. That was my story at least. I did not, uh, you know, I just did not. I, I There's like little memories, you know, and I'm sure you have that too. Like these little memories would be like, oh, that's what that was. Um, but it was never encouraged. It's not like I grew up in a house like encouraging to, you know, encouraging me to listen to myself, which is so interesting for me to raise my kids differently and really hope that they, you know, always keep that intuition. Like the other day, it was such a proud mom moment. My daughter was, uh, she's trying to find her first job and, um, she's being super picky about it. Cause I kind of feel like she just doesn't want to work, you know, but she was really funny. She, um, my, my husband was like, Allie, like just do that, you know, one, whatever that restaurant. And, She's like, dad, you know, like when you walk into a place and like, you just feel like it's not the right place for you. Like it's just the bad environment. Like I have to follow my intuition. Like, I just know there was just like something when I walked into there, like that just didn't feel right. And she's like, you know, mom. And I was like, yeah, I know. (laughs) So I was like, oh, so proud. I have trained her well. Um, and even like growing up as a kid, like she would be like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I would always turn it around. I'd be like, what do you think about that? What do you like, you know, really trying to teach her to listen to herself. So, um, you know, most of us, our parents just didn't know how to do that. And, um, we have learned, we have lost the skill. So it's not that we don't have it. It's just that we need to relearn it. And anybody that you see that has like really good intuition somehow, you know, they made it through like being okay to listen to it, you know, or like something let them listen to it or they've just worked it. Um, I didn't, I didn't start increasing. I I really didn't start working on my intuition until I was in my twenties. So it is a process. So I'm going to give you a few tips that I have found to be very helpful in my journey. Um, and on also just from teaching others and hopefully this helps you on your path to really getting good at listening to that intuition and hearing it and knowing what it sounds like. So let's get to it. So my first one's pretty simple, but maybe also complicated in a sense. And this is stop listening to others is number one. I, I might've taken this a little overboard, but it's, and it's, it's simple, but at the same time, like I just find this to be so important. A lot of times when I'm reading clients, Um, their ear chakras, which is a chakra that we don't really, we don't go over the ear chakras in um, Soul Academy, but when you start to learn to read energy in the programs, like usually the ears start to show up sometimes, especially if they have like something to say. 
And I see people with such open ear chakras that I'm like, oh yeah, of course this person's like not going to be able to hear themselves or, or know what's happening because their ear chakras are so open. They're like, they're really listening to others right now. And there's definitely a time and a place to listen to people, you know, and to like get advice and all that stuff, but only after it is checked through your own intuition. And we've definitely all gone through stages where like all we're doing is listening to other people. Like I know I've been there and it's like, I've gone to every good psychic and, you know, learned, um, you know, any way to kind of figure myself out. But, but like the only one thing I wasn't doing was listening to myself. So I remember right before I started really getting interested in my own intuition, I just made a decision that I wasn't going to listen to anybody anymore Um, even if it was good advice, I just knew like I needed like a detox from that. Like I just needed to be like, okay, like, and I stopped going to, I remember just going to a psychic and getting like, not a bad reading, but just like, I knew everything that she was explaining. I was like, this is stupid. You know, I was like, you are not going to any more psychics. Like this is, you're done. And you are just going to like learn to hear yourself. And that was really the beginning of me learning to do readings. Um, because I was listening to everybody else. And of course, there's always a time for that. I mean, gosh, like I obviously perform a bunch of readings and it's so beautiful when you hear, you know, all this information from a person that doesn't know you. And obviously that's a beautiful process and there's always a time and a place for that. But, but as we're developing our own intuition, like we really feel like, wow, I cannot, I do not know to go if, if I should go left or right. You really want to ask yourself, like, how much am I looking to others to show me the way? Like, how much am I looking to others to make decisions, all that kind of stuff? And if it's if it's really feeling like excessive, it's time to turn that off. So really getting to a place where I didn't listen to others, it just what it did was it made the voice inside me much louder. So if there's 10 voices outside of me, as they all start to talk and try to get through to me, um, that that voice that those voices are so much louder than like the little intuitive voice that's within me my I always say intuition is not going to yell you know it's not going to scream over that stuff so when I decided not to listen to anybody else I was forced to ask myself okay like which way left or right okay we're going right great then the next thing is like tracking so if I so I went right how did that go you know like like what what were the signs that it wasn't Right. You know, because a lot of the times you look back and you're like, oh, yeah, there was a bunch of signs telling me that I should not have gone right. So a lot of times intuition is not only, you know, taking making moves, hearing yourself, going for it, but it's also looking back and tracking and realizing, oh, when I did it this way or when I got this feeling, um, you know, that was my intuition. So unfortunately, a lot of your intuition building comes from making mistakes and being able to look back and understand like, oh, okay, I got that wrong. So not only not listening, but then also at ultimately getting to a place where you are tracking the intuition and the tracking also, not only does it make you kind of look like, oh, when I felt that, you know, I didn't listen to it and blah, blah, blah. But also like your intuition is going to have a certain tone. Um, it, it's going to, not necessarily like a sound, but it will have like a certain vibration and you'll start to, you're going to start to get really good at being like, oh, there's that tone again. You know, there's that vibration again. Like that is my intuition. 
So you, as you start to track and get really quiet also, like not listening to others, that tone starts to become very clear and you start to like really, really get it. So it's like you're looking for the tone, the vibration, the feeling of your intuition, your own voice, your inner voice. Um, another tip is, nobody likes to hear this one, but it's practice. Like even when we're going, you know, everyone, as everybody comes into Soul Academy, there's so much like, oh, Nikki, like, why can you do this so quickly? Or like, I'm having such a hard time. And, and that's why the programs have practice circles built into them because that is the biggest secret. <laughs> like literally it is the biggest secret. I mean, there was one year that I did, I think my team calculated 500 readings I mean, that's nuts, but that means 500 hours of practice. Yeah, like, of course I can, of course I'm intuitive right now because I've put in so many hours. So um, I don't need any, you know, like I don't expect any of you guys to be doing that many hours, but definitely practice is part of it because, and I'll tell you why. So as you learn to use your intuition like you know a little bit more like in that psychic place which is like holding your your focus like hearing the messages like you know really getting like reading energy like all those things the things that we learn in soul academy you what's happening is your brain is learning to hold focus on a point of energy so like everything is energy right um even if you're reading a future path for your best friend. Let's say your best friend's like, oh, I don't know, like, I don't know if it's going to pan. And you're like, oh, let me tap into the future. She has like a little, imagine like a string of energy that's coming out of her going into the future. And when you're trying to pick up future information for her, what you're doing is you're trying to read that string of energy. And what we're doing when we're learning to, to read that is we are trying to focus. So we're getting our mind to hold focus on that string of energy and receive the information. So our brains have to, it's, it's a meditation basically, like we're learning to hold our attention on one point of energy and then we're able to receive the information from there. So when your brain gets used to holding its attention that way, then that's how, you know, and you keep doing it over and over again, your brain gets used to it and it just gets faster and like gets more precise. It's really just like an athlete practicing any sort of skill. And it's fascinating too. Like, I swear, I think like, I feel like just, I just feel like smarter ever since I started doing the intuitive work. Like my brain is so like quick and like fast because I think of like all, it's almost like putting all this meditation hour, you know, um, hours into like, into practice. So don't ever underestimate practice. So like the more you sit down and you pull cards or the more you sit down and try to like channel right, like you will get better at it. The more you, you stop and you're like, okay, I'm not going to listen to anybody. Like what, you know, like what way am I going to go? The more you even just do that, the better, the, the faster, stronger your intuition gets. So definitely practice. And if you're trying to do it in the more, um, trying to think of the right like almost like not just in passing like you really want to get like good deep downloads and all that kind of stuff 
practicing like practicing in groups right like practicing because the thing about intuition too is like it works really well when you start to get validation from people because that's the hardest part right like you're getting all this information you're like I don't know am I making this shit up like this is this is crazy like I listened to this girl on the podcast she told me to do it like this but I have no idea if I'm doing it right if you do it with like two other people that are also practicing the way you are and you guys are all reading the same thing and then all of a sudden you all get the same messages that's you know that's incredible and that that gives you the validation that you need to keep going forward so it's funny intuition is something that you know we're really trying to you know to to do it on our own get it right but at the same time the practicing in group is one of the things that's going to move you ahead the quickest for me I was practicing by reading a bunch of clients and they were giving me feedback right away they were like oh my gosh yes that's like you're so on point blah 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 so of course as they said that I was like okay like that thing that I'm doing whatever I just did to get that information is correct like that's the right way so I just keep doing that same thing and that's what that's why the practice really helps whether you're doing it on your own and if you can do it in groups or with friends even better calling all my emerging intuitives it's that time when i start to search the globe for the next group of up-and-coming spiritual teachers that's right soul teacher is now open for enrollment if you're ready to learn how to do soul readings unlock your spiritual gifts and master your intuition so you can change your life and the lives of others soul teacher is for you soul teacher is a three-month group certification program where you will learn all of the skills and methods you need to master your intuition from shamanic studies to energetic healings and all sorts of fun stuff like past lives and reading the body and just learning how to help people. It's a true soul remembering and so transformative. If you're feeling called to apply for a position to work with me and our Soul Academy teachers, Visit mysoulacademy.org for more information. Next tip is, this is more like a kind of a personal journey situation, but I, one of the things that like really blocks us from getting that intuition is that, and this is like when people start to ask the question like, oh, what's the difference between an intuition and fear or like anxiety, like it all starts to blend And what's happening is that the mind and the body has not released like past traumas or emotions that get stuck. And we are pulling our information from our, there's a, there should be a right word for this, but it's like we're pulling the information from like a nervous system that is like shot, you know? So definitely for me, I learned, it's almost like our biases, you know, like um, just kind of, or our our triggers or our projections end up being part of like when we're trying to pull intuition, we're like pulling from those places sometimes because we haven't cleared out that gunk. Because the idea is like the more ascended or like the more in connection I am with my higher self, like the clearer I am of all like the programming or whatever the more open to receiving anything like because a lot of times we receive only from what we know like many times when we're doing intuition work 
we are only open to seeing things that we know, like almost like we don't have a vocabulary for anything beyond that. So we're, we're pulling from like the same, you know, the, like the same little, um, circle and we're trying to go beyond that. And that's going to take really getting to a place where we start to clear ourselves out, like where we start to do like the root chakra work. I'm a huge believer in like a body work, right? Like finding the stuck emotions in our body, like getting a great body worker to work with and start releasing those things so that when I'm pulling from my intuition, I I'm not pulling from my own like fears, you know, my own triggers, my own blocks. Um, because a lot of times, like if I haven't worked through certain blocks, they'll just come up and I'll be like, Oh, um, yeah, no, I, I, um, I'm really feeling like I need to do it this way. And it's because, um, I don't know, I really feel like I'm, I'm supposed to move, um, here and it's another city, let's say, but it's like, well, if I've only, if, you know, somewhere in my lineage, it says, you know, maybe my parents were immigrants and they only felt comfortable in cities. Like they never wanted to go anywhere else because it wasn't safe for them. If I haven't like worked that out in me, basically my decisions are being made for me in a way, my body or my, or the, or the like limitations in my mind are making the choices, not really from a clear intuitive place. So definitely the more you heal, you know, in many ways, like the more you start deprogramming, releasing things, the more potent the work is going to be because your brain basically like the brain doesn't have a roof on it anymore. Like, it's not like you're like, okay, yeah, I'm willing to get information, but only within this like radius, this mile radius or whatever, because this is like this is what creates my story. This is like what my identity is. So like I can only pull from here. But once you're so, once you're like, you know what, I'm open to anything. I'm open to like, you know, releasing none of this being true. Like any of these beliefs that I have, like I'm being, I'm open to like those not existing, those not being real. Then you can, you can grab greater downloads because you're all of a sudden like vibrating at a higher frequency than being stuck in whatever our traumas are, you know, and they could be not even traumas, but they can be just, you know, our programming. So for me in my journey, like the more I release, the more, and whether it's like some of it's releasing my mind, like the programming in my mind, some of it's releasing the emotions that get stuck in my body that like literally my body's just like doing its thing, you know, like my nervous system is, is, um, is guiding so much of me. And if I don't clear out those things from childhood or from whatever, from like the time that guy broke up with me or whatever, then that's going to dictate a lot of my messaging that's coming through. So the more I clear out, the easier it is for me for sure to download messages, to get my intuition, to get it right. And to even to get it right for other people, it's not just for myself. And then lastly, presence. So you know, haven't you ever gone on a trip for three days and like get out of your norm and all of a sudden like all this download and all this inspiration comes? It's because you've taken yourself out of, I don't know, just like your regular expectations and just like the busyness of life and all that stuff. And all of a sudden you get quiet. Like trips have a way of just making us 
be very present. Like we're just like really there and we're just like really seeing, we're not thinking about a million things because we're really trying to enjoy our vacation. And that's why intuition and inspiration starts to come more in presence. So there has to be time in your day where you're not like, not everything has to have a purpose, right? Like, so if I'm going for a walk, the walk doesn't have to be about like getting information or getting inspiration. It could just be about like watching my foot touch, you know, the ground one step at a time and really trying to be present and really just like trying to empty the mind and empty like all of it, you know, and really just getting out of our heads. That's what presence is to me. And it's not, doesn't mean that when you're present, that it just starts to, you know, come through. Yes, that does happen. But it's something about like having some time where your mind is, is just empty, whether it's like a walking meditation or just, just simple meditation where you're like doing emptying your mind processes or whatever. It's not that the information comes then, because that's actually kind of defeats the purpose, but there's just something about, you know, the next time, you know, in an hour from now, something hits because your mind had like that break to be able to let new stuff in. So the less busy our minds are, the more the, the, like the easier intuition is going to come through. It needs a portal, like it needs a door to come through. And if the mind is super busy and we're constantly thinking and we're constantly worrying or trying to figure it out in our mind, there is just like no space for that to come, to come through. So, and honestly, like even when you're practicing intuition, like when we're doing it, let's say like the way we do it in Soul Academy, it is presence is what's happening. Like when I download messages for clients, like I am no longer a body. Like I am just fully focused on the energy and on like the moment, like nothing else matters. Like I don't, I don't remember that I'm a mom. I don't, I don't remember I'm hungry. Like, I don't remember what my feet feel like. I'm just like completely present with the information and that's how the information comes through. So it's, it's, it's doable obviously to do it in practice that way. But if you're not knowing how to become present in other parts of your life, it's going to be hard to bring it into your practice. So making sure that you're finding times in your day or at least in the week where it's just about being present, whether it's just like going for a walk or exercising or being with your kids or a partner or your pet, like just really, really being there that teaches the brain how to be present. And then it's, it's basically like quiet, quieting the mind enough to be able to do it in that other practice where you can download messages. Cause it's really about the mind being present. So you can practice that outside of your own practice, if that makes any sense. So a lot of presence, a lot of quiet time, a lot of space. Again, intuition is not going to scream, you know, so it needs space. So even just like doing something different is also helpful too. Like, like I said, like going on that trip or whatever, like creating space, not forcing or having expectations when you do something different, but taking yourself out of your norm create like create space in the mind because it's like the mind gets is like oh whoa what what just happened like why am I in, in a new location like all these kind of things and then usually some information like information can come during that time as well so yeah those are some of my little tricks for increasing intuition I hope that was helpful and I hope 
you can put some of that into play. It's, there's just like no better, truly like just no better investment than working on your own intuition, like to really learn to be self-sufficient in that way, to know that your, cause to me, the intuition is like the voice of the soul, you know? So it's like, then all of a sudden, you know, you're living your soul's contract because that voice of the soul is constantly talking to you. So it might be silly to even be listening to this podcast and like being interested. You might be like, why am I so interested in this stuff? It's because it's like the best investment ever. <laughs> it's like the best use of our time to be able to hear ourselves and like know what our path is like that's why we're trying to hear our intuition so we can remember why the soul is here and like what it's meant to do like it's that is such a like beautiful and fulfilling life and sometimes you know it takes some rearranging to get to that soul-led life which is like what I'm all about but you know we can't get there without really learning to hear the voice of our soul which is intuition and that's why we do thank you so much for listening i love you guys so much if you love what you're hearing would you mind leaving a review or sharing with a friend that little review does so much it's so damn helpful you don't even know so thank you for that and if you're ready to unlock your spiritual gifts enroll in my three level program soul academy or join my free community soul collective i'd love to have you there the links to join are below in this episode. Until next time, love you much.